You've sat next to me on many a television program. You know I have offensive gas. I should own that. You that us- should be the sponsor of the podcast you, right you, there. But you usually just tell me after you've like chewed on it, and then you're like, ah, oh, I could taste it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, because sometimes it's not so bad, but then sometimes you're like, whoa, I better warn Tulsi <laughs> what's coming. <laughs> sometimes you just don't know. What episode is this? This is number 14. Wow, we're really moving the along big, here. The biggest. Great yeah. stuff. Jeremy, Engineer and we're Jim, all Mike, Patrick. Patrick's apparently in a mood today. Well, the good thing about this podcast <laughs> is we're all getting rich off it. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I got a shirt and a hat from Spanky's. <laughs> Hey, they uh, they uh, said it's the the actual Spanky and Koski. They both said uh, thank you very much for the mention. They're getting emails, people looking for the welcome to the hiccups and I am Ken T-shirts. And- I did an interview today uh, on radio, and people and uh, they had call-ins. They had guys call in. They're like, "Where's Big City Ken? Man, he's a phenomenon." On the book tour last week, everyone asking, "Where? What happened to Big City Ken? Where is he?" And we're here to confirm that Big City Ken is not Toronto Mayor Rob Ford. Are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah, actually, I guess I can confirm that. I mean, he is know. from the big city. He is from the big city, and he would give an alias. So Jay was just recently back in Canada, in Toronto, yeah. doing a book tour for this. It's uh, Anchor Boy. It's yeah. selling phenomenally well. It sure is. Thanks, Tools. Um, the, uh, the only comment I got was some uh, clown uh, mentioning my forward. <laughs> the forward which I end with, here's hoping the rest of the book is better than this slop. So he writes me, you couldn't have spent some more time on the forward? You're a joke. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I didn't, uh, yeah, so to that, Jack Wad, uh, read the forward again because I said it was a piece of slop. Did I return the uh, DVD of B-Movie, your kid's DVD? No, you didn't. So I, I get still that have question. That? Yeah, I get that question a lot. All right, I better. better uh, so that. you're in Toronto. You did the yeah. media blitz. Uh, you did it the same day that uh, this admission by the Toronto mayor Rob Ford came out. Thank you, Toronto. We're going live right now. This is Ken Shaw. Speaking. Let's listen in. I'm going on what he said. Has the chief offered to show you the video personally? You know what? I haven't. I can't comment on the video. Um, that I haven't seen. You guys have asked me a question. You asked me. You asked me a question back in May, and you can repeat that question. The question we asked you back in May. Yeah. Can you, you explain said the video what you, you, you 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 asked me a couple of questions, and what were those questions? Do you smoke crack cocaine? Exactly. Yes, I have smoked crack cocaine. When, but sir? no. Can we pause it for a sec? Am I the moment that comes out, my favorite, my favorite part of that video, kids don't do drugs. Uh, my favorite part of that video is I saw the behind view so you could see the faces of the reporters. Mm-hmm. And it's like they all just had Christmas morning, won the lottery, yep. and just had sex all at the same moment. I was in a television newsroom when that happened. I was being interviewed in a television newsroom. And I thought it was going great. <laughs> and then they said, oh, we're going to have to cut away the mayor, but we'll get right back to you. As he said that, yes, I have smoked crack cocaine, the interviewer looked over at me and I just said, yeah, I f-ing know the interview's over. <laughs> 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 All right, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm in this business. I we're- get it. But you could not believe the reaction in a television newsroom where they're so jaded. They've seen everything. They've, they've covered everything. And just this audible gasp from everyone. Like, holy 
He just admitted he smoked crack cocaine, and he's still not going to quit this job. Yeah. He's going to be the mayor forever. It was nuts. Yeah. And then it took off around the world. That clip was played everywhere. Yeah, and it was, a, like, again, just a great day to try to get attention in the city of Toronto that day. <laughs> <laughs> so how did it go? Oh, but it was great. I mean, I had a wonderful time. The, again, and this is what we learned when we did that appearance uh, at uh, the Central Social Hall in Edmonton. Whenever we do an appearance now... It's like 80%, 20% podcast to TV show. So everyone was asking me podcast questions, asking me about you guys. Um, they asked me did if I'd gone. you tell them they're all I did. <laughs> they asked if I'd gone to the brass rail the night before. And in fact, I had gone to the brass rail the night before on the most depressing night there ever. I went with Ooh. our friends Rick Hodgson. The homeless strippers? That's right. I went with Rick and Alex. And no, there were beautiful strippers there. But literally, we, we walk in, we sit down, we want to have a drink. And the strippers are like hovering around like we're carcasses and they're vultures because there's no one else in there. There's no one. So they'd come three at a time. Hey, if you guys want to go. Why would they come three at a time? We're not going together. We're not going to go together for dances. But they'd come three at a time to try to make it comfortable. Hey, they just want to make and friends. And we just keep swatting them away like flies. Oh, we'll do, we'll How do you later. politely say, stripper, get out of here? Uh, you can't. There's no way of doing it. What you have to say is something along the lines of, uh, hey, we just got here. Or we just just got here. Just going to have a drink. and uh, For sure. Come back later. Swing by later. That's what we all say. Swing come by on. Later. It'll be fun. <laughs> oh, and then I saw Taggart a few night, nights later, actually. Yep. Yeah. And uh, we had a good... We got banged up a little bit as Taggart likes to say. <laughs> So all in all, it was a great... It was a wonderful time. And a very successful time, except for... Um, I went on a George Strombolopoulos tonight. Oh, before I get to that. Strombo, he, uh, who is in L.A. part-time. Yeah, he, he, said, he goes... Taggart Str- stays at his place. Strombo goes, uh, yeah, w- want to play, uh, play hockey? I play every Monday night. I'm like, Strombo, you're in L.A. every Monday? Don't you do a show in Canada every week? He's like, yeah, I come down every week. I'm like, Strombo... <laughs> You maybe want to figure life out a little bit? Well, maybe he's got it figured out perfectly. Maybe he does. But uh, there's a part in the book where I talk about, uh, you know, embracing your nerddom and being a nerd. And I talk about the fact that when I first was a a writer at the TSN newsroom, there were a bunch of guys into wrestling. And I was like 25 years old, and I was like, I'm not watching wrestling anymore. But they were all still into wrestling, and then wrestling got cool again. Anyway, from that, they took that to mean that I was a hardcore wrestling fan. When I was 12, sure, absolutely. But now at age 39, not so much. That did not stop Strombo and the producers of the show, which included uh, Ed the Sock, who's now a producer on Is Strombo. He? Yeah, yeah. Ed the Sock cracked me up. Uh, he's, he's a hilarious. funny guy. Uh, for our American uh, listeners and viewers, Ed the Sock was a uh, hand puppet uh, yeah. that had his own show in Canada. Foul mouth. So, uh, he, was like, he was like Triumph before Triumph. So yes, we had a, a dog that solved crimes and a hand puppet that uh, had his own late night talk show. Yeah, and he smoked a cigar. He was hilarious. And a mare that smokes crack, so... People are just getting... It's a lot of smokers. It's on the postcard for Canada. <laughs> but um, doing the interview uh, with Strombo, it's like a round table thing. And all of a sudden, Strombo's like, uh, you big uh, wrestling fan when you were a kid? Uh, who are your favorite wrestlers? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, uh, I guess Macho Man, uh, Jimmy Snook, I yeah. guess. Like I'm, I'm like, I finally said, Strombo, where are we going with this? And then all of a sudden... Oh, no. Out of nowhere, the Iron Sheik shows up and basically sounds like this. Brain blood, I'm not a little fag, worse than Michael Jackson. And I didn't like him, I didn't like his attitude. He was a punk. I can break his back, break his back, make him humble, and then his ass. 
I didn't do it in the we, pool. I think we, something. I think we got maybe, it. Okay. Maybe the, those <laughs> weren't the exact words. But uh, <laughs> wasn't wasn't it revealed that he doesn't even run his own Twitter account? Uh, yes, and uh, I believe he may. He has a drug problem. I think he might have a, a serious. Oh, professional. Otherwise, was, was was ready to do a dream. Or I don't want to make assumptions based on that, but I think. <laughs> so what? So you were sitting there, and all of a sudden, the Iron he just comes shows in? up, and he's like, he wants to challenge Rob Ford to an arm wrestle. And he's talking to me like he knows me. Do you just like... I just stare into the camera. Do you I just, just sidle around. off? I, I, no, I turned around. I just stared in the camera as this was happening. I turned away from him and just stared right into the camera. Yeah, no good can come of it. I didn't know what to say. And, and you're not going to get a word in with the Sheik anyway. And didn't he show up at the uh, the Toronto City Hall the next day or yeah. that day? Yeah, he's he's been sponsored by some sandwich shop. And the sandwich shop wants him to arm because I guess Hulk Hogan showed up and arm wrestled I gotta look Mayor Ford. Up. I guess a couple of months ago, and Hulk Hogan lost to Mayor Ford. I'm using quotations for those listening on iTunes. And uh, yeah, it's just the city is lot getting done uh, in civic politics in Toronto. Lot getting done there right now. It's um, uh, real something. I'm just looking up the uh, Iron Sheik sandwich shop. I can't find it. Yeah. Oh, this is riveting. Can we? Uh... It was an Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> was it Arby's? <laughs> I don't think it was. I don't think it was beef and cheddar. Um, Did you find it? No. That's one of those things you just have to Google. It's true. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it was a good time. Had a lot of fun, Toolsy. Did you miss me? You had a bit of a staycation. You yeah. went out with the Fox Sports uh, One people on Saturday night to Coy Wire's B Day party. That must have been fun. Uh, and then found out that uh, that. While I was preparing to go out, the, the Belly Buster Submarines. That's there we it. go. That's it, the Belly Buster, yeah. Uh, I found out. Uh, had to work the next day. We worked there, our NFL on Fox shift. It was only our second one, so. Oh, you, you claim to have not known that. I 1,000% didn't know that. And you blame no one. In, no one involved in the broadcast knew we were even coming in. I did. <laughs> You're the only one. Hugh, so. Hughes knew, or boss knew. Oh, oh. Tim knew, but he admitted he didn't tell you. Exactly. I'm starting to think that producer Tim is deliberately sabotaging your career. Do you see? I should be a lawyer because I no, I I know what I've heard and know what I haven't heard, and I I stayed on him until he finally admitted. I'll bet you stayed on him. <laughs> Go Come on. F- yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that was a strange. Getting back to Rob Ford, that's a strange <laughs> way to admit that you smoke crack. Like, who remembers a question they asked in May? No, well, he's obviously trying to goat them into asking him again because now he must have seen something on one of these tapes where it was like, all right. And his lawyer must have said, all right, you have to come out now and just admit it. Well, yeah, right? if it's already public knowledge, then it, it other stuff can't be revealed in court or something like that. Well, he knew that some legal he knew jargon. that the police chief is never going to like put the ta- you know, put the video out there because that is being used as evidence against his buddy who maybe is a drug dealer. I mean, I'm, this is all Can they have released like a statement though? <sighs> well, exactly. Yeah, he could have, but he's a man <laughs> of the people. <laughs> Think about the questions that you've asked me in the past and maybe ask me one of those questions. Well, that that's why I felt so bad for those so reporters. Weird. They're like, what is going on here? Like, what question? No, but they just loved it. Oh, yeah. That, no, that was I the mean, biggest day of the reporting lives. That was a massive day in, in the T-Dot. Uh, we haven't mentioned our guest for today, Hall yeah. of Famer Gary Payton. Uh, it's going to be incredible. I see you're wearing your Seattle Supersonics uh, that's baseball jersey. I wore this in, so uh, I saw him in the hallway. He's pumped to be coming on, and we have a special ceremony planned for him. Yeah. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. I can't wait. Can't wait to have GP on. 
He's the best. We've been wanting to have him on for a long time. Looks like he's pretty well dressed for this appearance. Is he? Yeah, usually yeah, he's, he's in like Nike gear, like a t-shirt and sweats. So you're saying he usually yeah. doesn't dress well, Mike? Is that he's what you're dressed saying? up. He's dressed oh, up. Man. Wow, you're this really is... digging yourself in. I love Nike. Wearing Nikes right now. This I look right here, baby. We casual. Ooh, new jeans, new jeans on, new jeans. <laughs> he's laughing <laughs> in the studio. He loves it. <laughs> should we just bring him right now? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, let's bring and him. I think we have someone special bringing uh, GP in, uh, escorting GP in. Oh, Is really? That correct? Yeah. Right. We have a special yeah. escort. Yeah, yeah, a special person. Uh, uh, special no, not a special no, no, escort. escort. She's oh. not an escort. <laughs> oh, okay. She's not an escort. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. There's no escort. Gary Payton. Come on into the metal chair. I thought Joanna was bringing you in. Daddy. How you doing, bud? How you doing, bud? I thought we were going to have our super hot makeup artist, Joanna, bring you in, so sorry about that. I wish. I wish. <laughs> I wish. She's very hot, too. Yeah, she sure uh, is. Before we uh, do the interview here, we have a special ceremony. Oh, yeah. Oh, y'all got something yeah. for I'll, me? I'll, yeah. I'll take care of it, Toolsy. You, you, you narrate. Our music? No? I asked Patrick to get heroic <laughs> music for this. Got yes, hey, that's good. That'll work. Hey. It is the retirement. Of Gary Payton's Sonics jersey. Uh, if you're if you're watching this, if you're watching the video portion, you'll notice it is a very small jersey. It's a men. It's a boys large. It's a boys. Couple of questions, Mike. Why were you shopping in the boys section? There we go. Just because you know. But, but it looks great. Yeah, though. it oh, looks yeah. great. Yep. I like the classic Sonics, you know, the, yeah. the green, gold, white. That's Yeah, nice. so last night on the show on Fox Sports Live, um, Andy Roddick had lost a bet, and they were he was wearing the funky Sonics gear. He, I gave that to him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went in one of my deep closets and got one yeah. of them, my old jerseys. What was it? Now, for those, uh, for those who didn't watch it, uh, tell us what the bet was. Okay, what we bet was we bet on Baylor in Oklahoma. We bet on the um, on the over of, of points. I took oh. the over on the points of forty four plus. I lost that. I got forty one. Then we did um, we did who would compare the two brothers on Oklahoma? You know the uh, what what are they called? Whatever brothers they were. I won that because they didn't mention the brothers but one time. Oh. We wanted a two or over bet. Then we went with um, a lot of prop bets. Yeah, we went with <laughs> a lot of prop bets, and then we had the. Um, the attendance. They thought Baylor was going to break the attendance. They didn't. I, I got that. So, uh, um, you, Andy, you wipe the, you wash <laughs> yeah. the floor. Wipe the floor or wash? I think you wiped it. Wiped you it. wipe it? it mop the floor with them. Mop the floor. Mop the floor. Mop the floor. Mop the floor. Mop or wipe. <laughs> and then I, won I don't the, know if you wash. Yeah, it. then I won the bet on um, uh, Chris Paul making more assists or would Oklahoma and Baylor. Make the more touch. Tell Andy to stick yeah, to tennis. Andy, yeah. he, t- he tried to right. be bad. Yeah, it, it was yeah. too bad. Yeah. He looked good though. Yeah, he, he was doing it. He was doing his little dance like me. Yeah, and he had the po- he had the post move you did and everything. Yeah, like yeah. You taught that. To yeah, him. I talked it to him. Yeah, he, he had the he had the stretch pants on. Under yeah, him. yeah, he looked good. He, he could have maybe. Did he have your shoes on? I can't remember. No, he didn't. No. He had some. He had some like crazy socks on. He did with some surfers or something like yeah, that. They were, like, yeah, he looked he looked it bad. He could have used some of your socks and, and some of your, your yeah, Nikes. Yeah. They're putting your Nikes out again, right? Yeah, re released. They released them um, about a month and a half ago. Beautiful. They sold out. You know, what? Amazing. They sold out. So we're coming oh. with another color. 
We're coming with another color in, in December, the green and gold ones for the Sonics. Nice. So that's going to be nice. So we're going through a process. I got a three-year deal with them to do every color. It's going to be about 25 shoes that come out every different color wow. every three months. So it's, it's going to be really nice. And that then they just sent my son them their colors for their schools, only the special edition for them. So that, that that's going to be really good. It's that's really good cool. with Nike. Yeah. You got a good relationship with them, eh? I did. I, I'm, yeah. I've been with them ever since college. You know, I've been wearing them since 1980. 86 and uh, I got a lifetime contract with him a so lifetime I, uh, contract so that's why I always wear that's the a very Nike good relationship yeah, it's a, it's a good amazing. relationship and you know what I got um, since we're here on Fox I got to order everything for all the Fox crew you know Jay and then y'all have your stuff coming pretty Woo! soon we're going to do a special thing about the gloves <laughs> we're going to do full it. on yeah. when we get it we're going to do full we'll do podcast and full on yeah. GP20 gear. that's what I'm talking that's about that's what we'll do yeah and we have your little caricature shirt coming too don't we yes your little cartoon <laughs> figure little cartoon mm-hmm. figure I don't know why my assistant hasn't got that to you guys yet. I love that you have the assistant going yeah. I'm like, I'm she's got to do it she's got to do it Jay you know our assistant is Joanna, but she didn't show up today. Oh, J- she's oh, here! No, she's here! Yay, she's Joanna. here! <laughs> she really so, dropped the ball. So Joanna uh, was upset last time she was on. Uh, she feels she, she didn't come across well. Meanwhile, everyone loved her. Yeah, they're right? like more of Joanna. Oh, here's please. Joanna. More Joanna. How are you? Here, here you can sit down in this beautiful oh, this is chair. So sweet. Come on, uh, sit down in a beautiful chair. Joanna, we just have we have to ask you a quick question. Uh, first of all, how are you today? Sorry, we have the... Oh, here, we'll get you the microphone. The microphone. There we go. There. How, how are you today? Good. How are you? Great. Uh, so you know that you're a huge hit with the, the podcast audience. You know that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, And now we're curious. We understand that you just moved, but now you're thinking of moving again. Can you explain what is going on here? What happened? Oh. Can you hear yourself <laughs> now? <laughs> um... I, I'm just crazy. What well, are just, you really, though? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I mean, podcast, well, well, like well, that. well, she's not telling us, Jay, how crazy she uh, she is. So tell us. <laughs> talk to us <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to talk to us. Let us that. into yeah. the crazy. Yeah, let yeah. us know a little bit into the mind of Joanna. I mean, if I see something I like better, why would you stay with so that's why we determined. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, let me get married. That's why we determined she can't get married. Let's let's start it right. Yeah, there. that's why I said I can't get married. So you're no. never going to get married because you're I always going to see someone else you like better. Yeah, probably. This probably. This probably. <laughs> I mean, I moved a month ago and I'm already ready to move again. So if I get married, forget it. So sorry, guy who eventually <laughs> marries Joanna. <laughs> yeah. It'll last a week or two. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. That'd be pretty good, actually, if it did. I agree. What? Except if for the guy. If it lasted two weeks, that's good? Wow. That is just... I don't get that one. Two weeks? That's all you can take? <laughs> two weeks of marriage, then you're done. You keep it fresh, That's right? like Britney yeah. Spears yeah. style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. K-Fed. It's just like underwear. She can throw them away and go buy some more. Exactly. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I, that's I, it. Like, I like that. I like, I like that. that. I like that. That's what it is. So tell us about the apartment. You're, you're in an apartment with a roommate... You you get in there and then all of a sudden what like a like a block away you see another apartment and you're like forget it I'm skipping out on this apartment we couldn't do that in yeah. Canada though we couldn't do why that. well because I think we'd have to sign a lease or no, something no you do you just show up no you do that's why I'm crazy because you have to pay to get out of it 
Oh, that is. But Jay, she's not telling you though. I know. She's got that look and that appeal, so she can go to the people and say, oh, "Yeah, you know, I didn't like it in the letter at the least." <laughs> why wouldn't no. you do that? Yes, why wouldn't you do that? They won't. Well, first of all, the guy who works in our office, I don't think there's anything like he. You think he's gay? Well, he's definitely. <laughs> so we can't go like try and be cute, like. Right, it's not. I mean, work. maybe if you come with me, Gary, maybe you could help. Oh, me out. Gary, oh, yeah. Gary. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> no gay tendencies here. No, 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 no. But I mean, if you come in there and looking good, he might, you know. Uh, uh-uh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that one. <laughs> That's on a spice of meatball. <laughs> That's just weird. I thought you had my back. And you know what? I'll bring him a jersey, and right. I'll bring him a ticket to the Warriors ga- to the <laughs> Lakers game, and see if he can go find something. There we go. I'll come to the rescue anytime, right. anytime. Okay. Still think I'd rather see Joanna. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on again, Joanna. Yeah, we okay. appreciate it. All right, we're going to let you get back to it, Joanna, but we just okay. want to see. So everyone's in agreement. Joanna should use her feminine wiles to get the hell out of her lease and get into her apartment that she wants. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. 100%. I do agree. It. I agree. Let us know how it goes. Please let us okay, know. We'll, yeah, we'll come back with to, an update. We'll do updates throughout the throughout the rest of the of the year, okay? okay. We'll see how you see do. See how many times I move throughout the year? Exactly. All right. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Joanna. This is a big hand for Joanna, everybody. Very okay. kind of you to show up. up. Thank you. Port, okay, the creepiest well man on the staff, Ian, will escort the <laughs> <laughs> There, so she was supposed to escort you in, Gary. We saw her. She's a little late. Yeah, sorry it's about okay. She's a little late. That's all right. That's okay. Um, so we have a lot of uh, Canadian listeners, and I asked you uh, in our early uh, days here at Fox Sports Live and Fox Sports, uh, your thoughts on Canada and Toronto. And like every American we've run into, you rave about Toronto. Oh, my goodness. Dan, Toronto's great. <laughs> <laughs> I even got in a little trouble out there. Oh, oh do tell. In a strip club. Oh, oh wait. Now, do you remember which strip club, Gary? I don't remember. It was a cold day, snowing. I played for the Milwaukee Bucks. And I then you just love playing for the box. I didn't love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and we went there, and the strip club was pretty good. It was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were mm-hmm. trying to take some girls back, yeah. and their boyfriend came up. What? Yeah. <laughs> Strippers have boyfriends? That was kind of weird to me, too. <laughs> uh, that was weird. But, you know, he, he got a little upset, and... We got a little upset, and then we <laughs> took it to another level. Oh, really? Yeah, he got beat up. Whoa! And tried to whoa. sue us and stuff like whoa. that. Whoa! Tried wow. to sue you. Yeah, and then we find out he's a male stripper. What? <laughs> yeah, so I didn't Strippers get Strippers keep it in the family. Yeah. yeah. But, it, you know, Toronto is a great city. Yeah, great than, city. Other Every, than the male strippers. Do. Yeah, I don't want the male strippers. I'm going to go to the females. But you, had, you admitted that every player loves going there, but they don't want to play there. Yeah, the money-wise, too. You get taxed a lot there. Um, then it's, you know, it's in a different country. Yeah, you, know you have to cross the border. Yeah, cross Al- the border. Although you're in a private plane, but you still have to deal you with still immigration. Gotta deal with immigra- you still got to deal with that. And, and, and I think the players just want to go for fun. They don't yeah. want to really live there. It's too much money that they got to give up. And, and I think that's, that's the purpose of all of it. They so Raptors always have to overpay. Always, always. They players are really getting over, uh, you know, getting the the tax on, um, thing on them, and 
and they really want to switch. That's why they wanted the team to try to move to a, a America to the United States, but it won't happen. I don't think the United um, the NBA would do it. No, Raptors are there. To I stay. think the Raptors are there to stay too. Yeah, and yeah. it's once players get there, like Amir Johnson loves it. Love he it. loves it. Reggie Evans loved it. Once they get there, they live there. Maybe you're right. Maybe the taxes are high, but they seem to enjoy it. But it's like it's tough to get them there, right? I mean, yeah. you, like, it's like you said, they love going for for a one game for a road game. And and the reason that is is Jay is, is they're not winning enough. Yeah, that's and the a other lot part, of the yeah. players. You know, if you can get one or two good guys to get there and they start winning and they yeah. get in the playoffs, a lot of people will come there. Yeah. Then you can get a lot of the free agents, but they haven't proven it yet. I think this year's team is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, uh, Demar Derozan and uh, you know uh, Rudy Gay. I think they're playing very well. Lowry, all them guys. Yeah, are you're playing. talking to Lowry last night watching that. Yeah, game. yeah, and and they're getting a lot of players there now, yeah. and they're all friends. So it, it, it's coming along, and I and I think it's good. I think Casey, uh, you know, Casey, Coach Casey was my coach in, in Seattle. My oh, he was. Okay. Coach, people, yeah. people really seem to love playing for him. Yeah, yeah. he they plays good for him, and he's, a, and he's a he's a great. Yeah, and he was my defensive coach and that's I worked on a lot of defensive skills with him at Seattle and he's a great guy and, and they want to play for him and you want to play for a player's coach you know and that's what he's doing and he's got to give him time and give him a little lead way to get players and I think that's the, the management they have to go out and throw some of this money that way and then don't let them worry about the taxes if you give them a lot over then mm -hmm. they won't worry about it then they'll make this money they want to and then the taxes won't be there so right. they have to do that so you uh you live in Vegas now you're a oh, part-time here yes um, uh, you you played in Seattle for a long time. Mm -hmm. You're from Oakland, right? So you still consider Oakland home. Do you consider Seattle your second home? I do. I, I consider Seattle my second home, really, because I was there for 13 years. Every time I go back there, it's like a homecoming. Yeah, a lot of fans still love me there. I got a lot of things there. I got six restaurants there. That's what? Crazy. Yeah, I got six of That's them. That's insane. I love the, it. I, I, I love it there. And then I got my foundation there. I got my, my manager is there. So I still got a lot of things going on there. And and I go back once a, once a uh, month, see um, Sean Kemp a lot. I was going to ask yeah. you about Sean. Like every, I know everyone wants to know how Sean's doing because he had some tough times mm -hmm. there. How is Sean Kemp He's doing, doing great. Um, he's, um, he's now got his son. His son plays for the University of Washington, Sean Kemp Jr. And uh, he's doing great. He's got a bar there. That everybody loves and Queen Anne and <laughs> Queen Anne. I, I go there all the time and I try to see him a lot. Try to stay involved with him and, and do things with him and and he's doing good. He's down in weight. He's he's loving loving life right now and that's what you should be. Once you go through them kind of um, traumas and, and things that he went through, you have to always give him the encouragement to stay away from the same thing. When when like you were so close to him and you played to him and you guys were linked so closely as players. Did it kind of break your heart? Because in your mind, you probably knew how great he could have been. And everyone yes. kind of knew. Everyone saw the talent. Like, did it break your heart a little bit to see how it ended up for it, him? It hurt my heart because as I went into the Hall of Fame this year, I think he should have went in the Hall of Fame too. Right. If we would have stayed together a little bit more longer, I think he would have went to the Hall of Fame. And then we would have made a dynasty like John Stockton and Carl Malone. We right. could have did that. We could have did the Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan thing. He left, and it was a it was a bad way, a bad reason why he left. The money thing always gets involved. I think he should have just stayed and rolled it out, and we would have been okay. 
Yeah. We would have been together a lot more years, about five or six more years. People would have started talking about their legacy. They only talk about the seven years we played with each other, and it was great years. Yeah. But I think if he would have went a little longer, he would have been in the category of the Hall of Fame right now. And it hurts my heart, and we talk about it a lot. But he just say, you know, you make mistakes, and that's the way life is, but we live on. And, and we think about other things, and, and that's what he's doing right now. Nice. When you got the call to the Hall, was that the greatest phone call you ever received? It was. Dan, that was the greatest phone call. They woke me up at about 7 o'clock in the morning. Why uh, so early? Because they're there at 10. <laughs> they're on a 10 o'clock. They're oh, on the yeah, East right. Coast. So they don't care about us. I, I'm glad they didn't wake up night. at 7 my time. It would be 4 my time. They would, I wouldn't even got that call. I would have been like, oh, they got to wait. Leave a message. You know? So, yes, they called. Oh and, and then they, you know. They'd make you wait for a little bit, about 30 seconds on the call. They'd be like, um, how you doing? You know, this is the Hall of Fame, and, you know, we want to call you, and uh, we got some news. You don't know if they're going to say you made it or you didn't make yeah, it. So yeah. then they say, um, you know, how was it with the process and stuff? You know, it's been a long time we made this call, but congratulations. And then your heart just say, oh. And then you'd be Sounds like Sounds like a reality show, yeah. like they're dragging it out. Yeah. Just. That's it. We'll tell Gary if he made the Hall of Fame after the break. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how it is. It's like a it was like a little long thing, a long process. And then when he said it and he said congratulations, it it felt really well. So the night of the call, you get your friends, family together, have a big party? No, we didn't. You know, I was trying to wait by myself because I didn't want to be disappointed. I wanted to, you know, uh, after that. After that, I was home by myself, and I called my parents, and I called everybody, and then everybody started going crazy. They started oh, blowing yeah. me up on my on my uh, on my Twitter. They blow me up on my cell phone and everything. After they see it on TV, and then all of a sudden, we decided that we were going to wait until the Hall of Fame to do the party. So I did a party at the Hall of Fame before. Did a party after we went to New York. We had a party bus with a lot of strippers on it. <laughs> a gang of strippers. <laughs> I got the two craziest sons in the world. I never knew young kids can be like that. I looked at him. I said, "Was that me at your age?" Oh, I said, how how old are your sons? Uh, one of them is twenty-one. The other one is turning twenty-one on December the first. Okay. I got a fifteen-year-old. I didn't let him come. No. Now everybody yeah. would get on me like that. Call child. Child support, child, just <laughs> whatever, whatever y'all call, and they'll call the police on me if I let him on the bus. And then I got a 25 year old daughter. Okay, you know, I didn't let her on there. Yeah, that's so probably she's gotta good. go back. Yeah, so it was, it was fun. That's was pretty so cool. So you mentioned how you got all the uh, the tweets, all the texts, the phone calls, and stuff. Was there uh, was there one person that you heard from when you get into the hall and you said I did never expected to hear from them? About thirty of them. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, it was a lot of people that I hadn't heard from since elementary. You know, really? Those elementary people. You're like, how the hell did you get my number? Yeah. I had like 700 calls. Wow. Texts wow. through emails, texts, and calls. And these, some of the people that I was seeing, I was like, I thought you were my friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they didn't give me the congratulations, you deserve it. But it was a good feeling that people still respect me and like me that way. Even though people that you don't think that was your friends, they called you and respected you that much, and it was a good feeling for me. Well, you're a very likable guy. I didn't know what to expect here. When we were shooting our promos, and we had all got together for the first time, I made a joke. I said, uh, this is Gary. He will never learn my name. By day two, you're like, Dan. Every day you see me, you're like, Dan, how's your day going? Yeah, it's true. 
Yeah, but then everybody knows me as that basketball player over there that's being really feisty, mean, and with that with that scrawl on his face. Yeah, that's not me. You know, this is me right here. You yeah. know, you guys, we've been working together for almost three, four months now, and and I love having fun. If we have fun, we're gonna have fun. Well, we're that's like Andy jokes. Roddick when he came on here. We said you were a dick on the court, and, he's like, <laughs> and he admitted. He goes, "Yeah, I I was like." Bipolar. I was yeah. a different person completely. And then when he was off the court, he's like, "You're an athlete, right? Yeah. You're competing, yeah. right?" I was on the court all day, all day long. I was. I didn't care about it. And but yeah. when we got off the court, it was fun. You but know? you were a legendary trash talker. That's yeah. what people loved so much about you. And I was, you know, you'd watch. I'd watch you play, and I'm like, I just wish I could. It was mic'd. I wish it was mic'd <laughs> up so I could hear what he was saying. But it was probably, probably a little. Yeah, too the proud. NBA would never mic no. me because I cussed too much. <laughs> I, I would say everything in a book. I talk about people's mama, kids, grandmother. Was there anything uh, like off limits? Was there anything off limits? At times, you got to know who you're dealing with. If somebody's parents are very sick or ill right. or something like that, I don't get into that, Mimi, because karma is, is something. You know, you talk about somebody, and then all of a sudden, you're one of your family members. I have it, and you don't want to deal with that. So you would go to a level where, you know, if it's if it's goes there and they go there, I make a joke back about their same people. Yeah, if they right. went about my wife, I'll say I do something to your wife. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you go back at it, and 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 it's just a it's just a fine line. You don't do stuff with sick people in the. What what about Jordan? Because he is a legendary tra- trash talker. So he thinks he is. He thinks <laughs> he is. <laughs> he thinks he is. <laughs> so yeah. do, do, was it were the battles between you two? Obviously on the court they were epic, but the the verbal battles. Like yes. A, yeah. Yes. Or was he the best, or was there someone better? I, I'm the best. <laughs> no, no I mean, was it was there someone? Somebody better than him no yeah exactly i, I think so i i think uh, reggie miller was better than reggie him. way oh, better than wow. him i think uh um uh, larry bird was way really? better than him larry yeah they bird. can talk larry bird is a talker oh i'm telling you he'll tell you something and you'll be like, are you kidding me you really telling me that the you know? from French oh Lake. yes yeah. and that's what you really think of him yeah. but he will tell you i'm gonna take your ass down here and i'm gonna shoot this jumper in your mouth I, wow. like, what are you, are you me? no and he said i'm going to take you right over here and you're not going to stop me wow and that's what he 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 is a a piece you know yeah. a real piece and when you guys seen him with magic and all that mm-hmm. they were really like that he was really hateful towards magic until after their their basketball career that's why he quit a year later when magic went down with his hiv thing he quit a year later because he said he couldn't play because the person who motivates him in basketball is not there no more and he misses it. Right. And that's the way it was. And now that's why they got a great friendship. But he was that type of do- guy. He was a mean guy, a yeah. real mean guy. And he, he, But he's a great person. Though. Turned out to be a great GM, too. Yes, he's doing he well now with Indiana yeah. now. They're undefeated. Yeah, he's doing yeah. really well. Who's yeah. your favorite player to watch right now in today's NBA? My favorite player right now to watch. That's very hard because I don't like none of these players. (laughs) I swear I don't. (laughs) I don't like none of these players. But if I had to pick one, if I had to pick one, it would probably be two. It will be Chris Paul and uh, Kyrie Irving. Right. Yeah, Kyrie Irving is very um, great with that ball. He does a lot of tricks with it. But as a person who I really respect and I think he plays the game the right way is Chris Paul. Yeah. He gets it done. He's a pl- he's a point guard to me. He gets everybody better. He doesn't say anything. He goes about his business. He scores. He makes his teammates better. And I, I think he's the one, the type of guy. He came in at my tail end of my career. And we got into it one time. And, and I talked to him. But he went right back at 
at me. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of guy I like. I like a dog in somebody. Yeah. When I don't want to meow, I don't want to f- around me. Yeah. I want a dog. <laughs> and when he comes at me, I want that. Right. And that's what he was. And I, and, speaking, I, and I like him. Speaking of point guards, you think Steve Nash is done? Yes, he is. Uh, and, and it really hurts me to see that. And he just looks bad right now. And, did he, and I, did and he, he, t- he stayed too long. He know? stayed too long. Yeah. And, and you know, I think he went to the wrong team. Really, yeah. he went to he went he should have went to Toronto. You guys, that's yeah. what they they he wanted. Him left that. There. And yeah. you know what I think is going to happen? I think the Lakers going to trade him to there. And I don't think they're going to keep him for next year. They might keep him this year, but they're going to trade him so he can finish his career in in Toronto, which he should he should accept. Yeah, and go in there and teach, and then at the end be a coach there. You know, and then it finishes his, his career there. But he made the decision to come here because he wants to be closer to his kids. Yep. That's fine, you know, and, and that's the way it is. But it, it just wasn't the right situation for him here. It's tough to watch now. You know, oh, it's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he played at such a high level. But also, he's a smaller guy. And, he, you know, he, the physical <laughs> abuse after a while, like, you know, like, it has to wear on you. The guy's almost 40 years old now. Yeah, he is 40. Matter yeah. of fact, he is 40. And you guys got to understand, he's been hurt most of all his career. Yeah. His back is really bad. Yeah, he, he's he always lying the, on the court. Yeah, he's always like he's doing trying that. Everything. He's always hurt. So, you know, last year hurt, hurt him a little bit when he got that other injury last year. Robert Ory body checking yeah. him into the boards. And, and it, he's just like a Greg. <laughs> Hold him almost, you know. Yeah. When he was in his prime, he was he was playing, he was doing the thing. When you're winning, it's easy to do that. But when you're losing like they are, it's hard, and then it makes him look even even more bad yeah. because it's not because he's not winning. Yeah, Gary. Before we let you go, I have to ask a, a question about your restaurants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like any, like any guy, I've always dreamed of like owning a bar or a restaurant. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, that the way I see it. I would never be able to sleep at night thinking, oh, someone's stealing booze. Someone's stealing money. Did they turn the oven off? Is my place on fire? Am I being <laughs> robbed right now? Dan's slightly paranoid. And you know what, Dan? <laughs> when you do that, I thought of the same thing. Yeah. And, and you know what? My um, The reason I got into restauranting is because when I was in Seattle, I had a personal chef. And the personal chef came, and we became great friends. He always said he wanted to buy um, do a restaurant with me. I gave him the money to start the first one. He, did, he put his money in, and then we started building because he made it the way it is now. I give all the credit to him because he does it. And he's around a lot. And, you know, we got cameras. You just need someone you trust. Yeah, yeah, we need somebody. We got cameras. We we count the money and do things like that. And and you just got to be really aware of what you're doing. Yeah. You know, and we've, we've opened up. I bought him a restaurant four years ago called Howie's. That's his name. His name is Howie. And it's doing well. It's, it's third in the country at steakhouses. He's, he's been wow. ranked number three. Uh, and he's got a five-star. R2 is called a um, C, um, C-star. And they're number two. They're like number. 17 in the country we got two of them then we got a sports bar then we got a uh, what's the sports bar called because sports it's called the sports bar it's right across the street from the space needle oh it's not doing very well because we don't have basketball Right. Oh, yeah. You right. know, and it's a big basketball thing. That's why we put it across the street from the space, you know, right. because the arena was right there. Yeah, and yeah. we have to have basketball for that to do. But it's, it's, still, it's still going along. And then I got investments in two other um, bars called El Gauchos, and, and they're doing well. They're, they're like a cigar bar where you can go downstairs, smoke cigars, come up, and then you got the, the elegant um, steakhouse. And so all in Seattle. Places. All of them so, in okay. Seattle. When you're in Seattle, make sure you visit those Stop places. And yeah. where can yeah. people find your shoes? Everybody can find my shoes in Nike Town. They're they're very popular yeah. in Nike Town. Foot Locker is getting a lot of them. They're sold out now in the black ones. You want to get them a little bit, but I got a, a um uh Air Force 1 
um, glove out. So they're out, and and we're gonna have some the green and gold ones, the Seattle ones come out cool. December the twentieth. And get them online too. You can get them online. Okay. You can get them all, right. all online. So you know, just go in there and find them. They're called the glove, you know, and you everybody will know about them. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Man, it's so, it's so cool just to get to know you, man. Thanks, Jay. Yeah. It's good to get to Thank know you guys. You're awesome. I know you and guys the first great. ever Jersey retired That's on the podcast. It. That's what I'm talking about right, right there. there. A boy's large. <laughs> <laughs> A boy's large. Yeah. Uh, now, we'll let you go because I know you have to get to your 430 meeting that you love. Well, yeah. yeah, I love it every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Okay. Oh, it's All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Gary. This is we'll a see blast. You. We'll see you on the show tonight. We'll see you on the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what a nice guy. All right. We did it up. And we got six, Joanna in. Yes, six restaurants. Yeah, I didn't awesome. know that. What a great guy. Yeah. So that's uh, Gary Payton, everyone. So uh, when you're in Seattle, because I'm sure we've got a lot of uh, Vancouver listeners that make their way down to Seattle. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, Jim, can we give Taggart a quick call? Because sure. I have to leave at 5. Absolutely. And then uh, we'll, we'll give Taggart a call. If you guys want to continue after, I'll, uh, I have to really I'll be offended. Pee. Well, why don't you go now, and then we'll get that started, and then, and then can you can finish it. it up. My bladder's... 10 minutes. My bladder's cast iron. Okay. But we don't have to finish at 5. We can keep it going. I mean, I... I mean, it's no big deal. That <laughs> was an issue going to the bathroom every week. Yeah, it's true. One, one of us. Always, or well, it's the yerba mate. No, yeah. no, what the problem is, I'm addicted to aloe vera juice and coconut water mixed. Addicted? Addicted. I'm addicted. <laughs> addicted. By the way. Uh, it is delicious. Like, I'm seriously, I've got a problem. By the way, I brought bags of ketchup chips to each of what? my book signings. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, I thought you brought them here. No, sorry, Tools. I brought them to the book signings. Son of a f***. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't, did not expect that reaction. Go f- yourself. I could go. I could demolish a, a large bag of Lay's ketchup chips right now. We brought ten bags to each signing. Huge hit. Huge. Speaking huge of hit. Uh, ketchup chips, Erin um, Andrews tweeted a picture of ketchup chips last week, mm-hmm. um, and she's on next week's podcast. Yeah, Mike, she is on. Is that it confirmed? Confirmed. Erin Andrews she next week. Yes, because she's uh, she's. Dating Jared Stoll, yeah, York, who's a Canadian. Yorkton, Saskatchewan. Zone. So he has bags of ketchup chips lying around the house. She said, like, this is too much for one human. Does she? Does Jared import the ketchup chips specifically? Well, I, we'll ask her. We'll find out. He's an importer-exporter. Yes, that's right. He's an importing-exporting. <laughs> um, been watching a lot of Seinfeld, by the way. Because my wife never watched it. I can't ever. believe that. I know. But how does she like it? She loves it. Every episode, she just loves it. So we uh, watch it every I, night. So you have the box set? I do, yeah. Did you watch the first two seasons, or do you skip those? Because those uh, are tough. We got through them. Yeah, I, I still like them, cause you, but more from a, a, like, okay, I see where they were going with this. But yeah, it's, it's, they are kind of tough to slog through, because they're not, they're just, <laughs> they're weird. They're kind of strange. It's like the first two seasons of The Simpsons, just. Yeah, the them. animation is weird, <laughs> and it's like, is this the same show? <laughs> they always even make fun of it. It's pretty funny. Yeah, they do. Taggart, you on the line, bud? Hey, guys. Hey, Taggart. How are you, my friend? Uh, I feel terrible. You had to go out and purchase a copy of Anchorboy instead of me just giving it to you last week when we got banged up. Yeah, but <laughs> the, good, the, good, the good part about that is uh, it was only 12 bucks. Okay, yeah, it's priced. It's priced right. What? Twelve bucks? It's priced. Yeah, it's how do you priced. Go wrong? It's great. That is the perfect stocking stuffer. And look, you can bend it and fit it in an actual stocking. Uh, you know, that was a consideration. Like, you get the stocking, you can curve it around and just put it right in there, and then you can and I read. Got that, I got that copy for Lisa, my wife. So mm. That's the best part. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, I hope. Uh, well, I don't know what she's going to think of me after that, Taggart. 
Yeah, well, you can still give me the fancy one you're going to give me with the fancy perfect mustache. Oh yeah. Uh so Taggart, I texted you last week when Jay was in town during Fortigeden. Uh yeah. your take on the entire thing. You said the city just like blew up. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh in, in terms of uh news, like think about uh all of a sudden you're in LA and you feel like you're out of the loop. You know, like places <laughs> yeah. like New York and all these massive uh camps of huge reporters and world reporting. It's just insane, man. It's crazy. And uh, he's still, can you confirm he's still the mayor right now? Absolutely, yes. Everything is, uh, <laughs> is he still going for re-election? Uh, well, he, in his mind, he's uh, still mayor. So there is, like, yeah, re-election, he's, he's all excited. Uh, in his, what, his words, he's salivating for another election. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah. as people have pointed out, the bizarre thing is his approval rating has gone up through all this, has it not? Yes. Yeah, that's the most bizarre oh, part because God. people that don't really care about who's mayor now care. Now, like, in hey. a, a lot of people have been saying Chris Farley would have been the perfect Rob Ford. I just finished a book on Chris Farley, and it's sad to say, but he would have been because Farley was so deep into uh, drugs and booze at the end and all that stuff that, uh, yeah, it could have been eerily similar. That's it, right there. Like, it's, uh, you know, that video of him and his living room like that's pretty much chris farley i'm sure he did the same thing like you know maybe not as uh aggressively talking about somebody but those arm movement movements and the oh my the God. shaking and the, the jumping up and down and don't, don't you think taggart it would have been like you know like tina fey had that great moment where she was sarah palin on snl farley yeah. could have strolled back into snl he would have been rob ford they would have had yeah. all these it'd have been great well, you know what? Even the guy now, the the the, the overweight guy they have there, Bobby Moynihan, yeah, he do it. All you need is him sweaty, just like like I. Why don't they? Uh, you know they'll do it. This is it live again this week? No, oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Because like, how do you not? I mean, if yeah. they're not, then somebody should be fired for not. Well, when he does, he does drunk uncle, and that's basically Rob Ford right there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Moynihan's <laughs> really grown on everyone. After the first season, you're like, eh, but that first season was horribly written that he was on. That was the, like, they were in the doldrums, but now it's rebounded. Bre- well, Brendan Halloran, who, who we've had on the pod before, and he's a friend of ours, and he's in sketch comedy groups in Toronto, he says that Bobby Moynihan is like a sketch comedy legend at the Upright Citizens Brigade in New York, and that everyone thought he would be a huge breakout star. But yet, yet now it's taken off yeah. for him. Now it's started to work out for He's him. big. Yeah. Uh, Taggart, uh, man, it was great seeing you last week, buddy. I know it's great seeing you, especially when you're just kind of hanging out, not with the bustle and the hustle of the crazy club. Well, it was uh, first of all, I, you looked uh, like 12 years old. What you'd had yet? <laughs> you just started growing the, the mustache, so you, the beard was gone. You looked so, you looked so young, so fresh faced. I know people have been saying that. I I, I, uh, I guess I was getting a little on the uh, on the homeless side. <laughs> 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 where it's kind of like where they brought Nick Nolte in and, and the, the Beverly Hills down right. Beverly Hills. That was a good I movie. was getting kind of on the homeless side. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone ever so offer now you I'm change? All up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a story for us this week? Well, I, I remember Toolsy requested a uh, a, a road. Story. Oh, a, yeah, yeah, tales from the road. A tale from the road, and uh, I, I, I have to to bring up the trailer park boys again oh nice that the the time that that uh uh 
we were on tour on the on the Gravity album. They came across the country and they MSMC'd. This was kind of their foray into doing what they do now, which is like live shows on their own, which they, you know, they talk and they do skits. And anyway, having them on the road, on, I think their third season had just begun. They were, they were massive. And, and uh, we were out in Vancouver and uh, just, Every time when there was a, a night off or a day off, these people would come out of the woodwork. And I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. When you go to a city and people want to hang out with you that you know that have a lot of money. And, and uh, for example, there was this this gangster guy. I can't even say what he owned, but but uh, he was, was worth like four billion dollars. This gangster. I'm on, I'm, did I mention the city I was in yet? Yeah, and I'm worried so. too. No, no well, you can leave it out. You, perfect. You can leave it out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 you, can, you can leave it out. <laughs> we're, we're hanging out and partying at this, you know, bar, and he takes us to Morton's, and you know those big bottles of champagne, the, the huge one, the Magnums. The Magnums, yeah. Yeah, the ones that that football player took on the noggin. <laughs> <laughs> you know the ones I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. This guy's just, you know, trying to impress. So he's he's ordering these things, and, like, that's your drink. Like, you get one of these. So each person has one of these massive... Each person magnum. has a magnum. <laughs> a magnum of, like, Moe or whatever that's... Think of the acid called. reflux. Yeah, so we get all banged up there, and then we end up at some house party there, some other place, and, and uh, he has this little Joe Pesci kind of handler guy and he's, he's like literally like he is joe pesci that he's even like got joe pesci albums like his christmas records <laughs> you know like those records <laughs> where he's like santa claus go rock go f- yourself <laughs> <laughs> i don't know those albums well he made an album of like these <laughs> santa claus go f- yourself <laughs> santa claus go f- Yourself. No, he like does it like Rudolph the Red. No, oh, who gives a shit about it? <laughs> I love this album. I love it. <laughs> but it's all in that kind of gangster style. So this guy's playing this in the car ride. Like I'm in the car going to like, and he's bragging about what he does and how much money he has and how much easy it is to make money and playing this music and we get to this hotel and it's just getting more and more intense and crazy and these, all these girls are in the hotel room, and eventually, uh, you know, these these guys start uh, really getting a little bit excited and drunk, and then the, the one guy starts yelling at the girl, one of these girls. Oh, that's not good. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the little guy goes, "Take it easy, take it easy." Remember what happened last time? Oh no! And, then, and the guy's like, "I don't care. I'm doing this," and literally. He starts telling us, like, what we're going to have to do in a bit. Oh, like, boy. He's saying, we're going to take this girl, and we're going to do this, and then we're going to go and dump her, and you guys are going to come Holy with us sh- on oh, boat God. in the harbor. And, and you're like, can we walking. get some of that Christmas music on right now? <laughs> and it's like, you're already in? Like, he's already acting like that? Like, wow. you're good to go? Like, this is happening? And I don't know how, but we somehow, you know, talked him out of killing this. Oh this, my this God! Girl. That's and, straight uh, out of that movie. What's what's the one where very they, bad, things. very bad things with yeah. the porn yeah, star well, Kobe Ty? I guess. Uh, eventually cooled <laughs> down, and, and uh, you know, we just got him really drunk so he could barely walk. 
and but you know we were kind of straightened out by the fear of having Jeez. to. Jeez, Rudolph the Red Nose Rings. Oh, goose of shit. Frosty the <laughs> Frosty. <laughs> Well, yeah, totally a tale from the road, boy. Holy oh, crap! I love That's it. a scary tale from the road. That before yeah. it got terrifying, I love the uh, the. If you can find those albums, text me it. Uh, oh, I'm sure. I'd Look love it up on those. YouTube. The Joe Pesci Gangster album, or whatever. <laughs> the holiday album. I'm telling you, Taggart. I gotta step out for a second and do an interview for my book, but uh, I'm gonna let you continue with these guys. Nice. <laughs> All right, Mr. Fancy. I gotta go kill a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Taggart, thanks for coming on, bud. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Uh, Jeremy Taggart of Our Lady Peace uh, giving us uh, his tale of um, booze, joy, and then terror. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. That was dark. And. J- <laughs> Uh, Engineer Jim, before we take off, we have to get uh, the conclusion. Were we going to conclude the 54 hour session or were we going to do your Springsteen story? Uh, wh- whatever you guys want to do. Where did we lead off, leave off last time? He had we, just- yeah, we, we, you came off the 54 hour session and then you mentioned Springsteen, but the end of the 54 hour session. You said probably it was the right. best part well, of it. Well, I was, yeah, it was. Uh, okay, so this at, is, if, if you listen to episode air. number 13. Yeah. Engineer Jim tells this story of a 54-hour session where you're working on... Uh, the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. And the, the Steel one Wheels. Song, the yeah, one yeah. We did uh, the single for a rock and hard place. Okay, so you're in a studio for 54 hours, and this is how it concluded. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're mixing the song, and uh, the engineer mixing, and I'm assisting the guy at this point, right? I put all the stuff back together. Uh, you know, with all the sped up tracks and pitch shifted and all this stuff. And the guy who makes a record comes in, flies in from New York. He's going to mix the record and it's me, him and Don. And the guy likes to have a uh, analog tape echo, you know, and we're mixing to analog tape. So we're trying to get, uh, you know, the passes done and, and, you know, the way a lot of records are mixed. Uh, they'll do a pass. Hey, let's do one with the vocals up. Let's do one with the vocals down. Let's do one with the guitars up, with the guitars down, you know, more snare, all these different versions. Yeah. So once the once once you leave the studio, you don't go, oh, man, if only we had one that was, you know, this way. So you do like 30 different passes. And uh, it was all the analog tape. And after each pass, the guy would say, okay, let's cut a leader in. So you Sounds mind-numbing. Like, it kind of is. At that point, it really is, right? <laughs> Anyways, I'm trying to cut leader tape in, and the tape is shedding, so I have to clean the tape heads and all this crazy stuff. Well, the alcohol dispenser that dispenses the alcohol, you use a couple Q-tips, and you push down on the thing, and the alcohol comes up into this reservoir. Well... I'm sitting there trying to clean the heads, splice the tape, get it back together in the time it takes for the guy to just rewind the song and start for the next pass. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the the alcohol, and the alcohol flies up and oh, goes yeah. into my eyes, that's, right? That's never good. And I'm up now for like 52 hours at this point. I can barely see straight to begin with. So, yeah. So now I got rubbing point, alcohol in my eyes. Your eyeballs. eyes already hurt because you've already dying, been up that long. Yeah. Dying. Who 
So I go to I go to splice the tape, and I take the razor blade because you're cutting with razor blades and yeah. retail and slice almost oh, slice shit. the tip of my finger off. Right? <laughs> and so now I'm sitting there trying to splice the tape. I can't see my hands bleeding all over the place. And we keep on running the tape like we they just didn't started say maybe laying get back. Some medical help? Nothing. Okay. So on that Steel Wheels album, on that song, "Rock in a Hard Place," the single, my blood is, is on literally it. on the tape. Wow! Hey, so you there you go. <laughs> well, your your blood and tears. Yes, yes. Uh, I know the- it was w- wasn't so exciting, but you know, uh, you it was a intro. really f-ed up way to end. <laughs> you think? Mix. I was losing my mind at that point. People want you to do our intro each week. We have to start that. Oh, <laughs> so to do a, a different yelling one. A and, different um, one. Okay. You're yeah, going sure. to tell us um, your Bob Clear Mountain, Bruce Springsteen story, or one or the other. Uh, yeah. Well, um, you said Springsteen showed up for the Guns and Roses. Yeah. Thing? Yeah. I don't. I. I mean, this this is pretty cool. I don't know if we should save it for another time, but basically, <laughs> while we were um, still recording. We at that point we were pretty much just doing vocals for Use Your Illusions, right? And uh, we were at uh, Record Plant here in LA, and so we we're in whatever it was, Studio A or Studio One, and in the room across the hall from us, Studio Two or whatever it was, um, Clear Mountain was in there mixing uh, Bruce Springsteen's record. And I can't remember, I think it was like the river or something. And in any event, um, Axel would come down the studio. A lot of times it'd be really late at night. By the time we'd start recording vocals with him, it might be, you know, one, two in the morning, well after midnight. And, uh, some nights we wouldn't do any, some nights he'd walk in the door and he'd get there at seven or eight o'clock and he'd bang out four songs. And you just never knew it was, you know, how he felt. And, uh, in the meantime, he was like, well, geez, you know, I'd like to make it a little more comfortable. Um, I want to set up a bedroom in the other studio. Do you think Springsteen would mind? Oh, no, not at all. So they were like, Hey, do whatever you want. So in the recording space where Springsteen was mixing the record, Axel had this gigantic, King size bed, like brass bed, you know, with, uh, all the pillows and cushions and, you know, all that stuff. And he had, uh, um, like a Stairmaster in there and a treadmill. He had had his own little apartment, all the stuff so he could work out in there. It was unbelievable. And had all this awesome studio lighting. It was a bitch in space. Oh, I guess so. So. Springsteen in the meantime, and they set up all these like baffles in front of the glass. So, you know, they couldn't see in there. You could have some privacy. So anyways, Bruce has been there and we'd see him all the time and nice guy and say hi. But usually he was gone when Axel was, would show up. He'd already be, all those guys would already be gone out of there. And, uh, so, um, for like two weeks while we were working on the orchestral stuff of November rain, um, you know, Axel kept on going, geez, you know, we got to play this for, for Bruce Springsteen. I think he'd love this, you know? And, uh, so anyways, the night that we finished it, we were really close. And then the night that we wound up actually finishing the stuff, 
Bruce happened to be there really late. And, uh, you know, he, he said to the assistant, our, our guy, Craig, he goes, Hey, Craig, you know, I wonder if, you know, do you think he would come over? Like if we just asked him, do you think he'd come? And he's like, I don't know. Let me go see if he's here. So <laughs> he <would. laughs> anyways, he walks out and he's gone. He's in the parking lot. Craig runs out to the parking lot and says, please, Bruce, can you come in and listen to this? Axel would love it. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to see what you guys are doing. And uh, he came in and we, for the first, he was the first guy other than us in the studio. He even heard it before the, that the rest the of the band. Or- orchestral part of yeah. Modern Marine. Yeah. That is awesome. It was pretty cool, and he loved it. It was great. It was, and he he wound up hanging out with us for a and while. Now you you play it once, and it he was, great. was he like, okay, I want to hear it again. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was blown away. He loved it, and had no idea. You know, we were doing a double album, and he thought that was a great idea. I think his next record was a double album. After that, the River too. was a double album. Yeah. So I I, I want I want to say, the River was the album he did after. Uh, I, I don't know Born what in the record USA, he I was. Think, right? I don't know. I don't know what record it was. I really Born this was, in the Born. Born so the, this was ninety one. Yeah, that was before. Born the, in the USA was eighty five. Yeah, that yeah. was out way before this. Was yeah, Human Touch. I, I don't remember. Human Touch was a solo album. Nebraska, maybe. Nebraska yeah. was all acoustic. Yeah, that he. That's that one of those he, things you just have to Google. He recorded in his bedroom on like an eight track uh, uh, device. They tried to do it with the band. But couldn't do just it as well as he yeah. did it alone. Yeah, yeah. So hanging out with you're uh, just hanging out with Springsteen and Axel. Yeah, that's that's awesome. an okay night. Oh, it was unbelievable. <laughs> it was really, really a cool thing. That's hey, awesome. are you? F- yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, engineer Jim, we thank you for that. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, we thank you for your camera work. Uh, Mike, we thank you for your camera work. Patrick. Uh, yeah, we'll get to the dating video next, and I want to play that for Jay. Cool. Um, we thank Jay for uh, taking off. I'm coming, baby. <laughs> so make sure to pick up uh, Anchor Boy. Um, and if you did purchase the uh, the DDP Yoga from last week's podcast and you you have started it, let us know your results. Send us tweets and stuff. We want to know if uh, the thing. Uh, here it is, yeah. real quick. Uh, actually, the river was 1980. Um, oh my, yeah. Born in the USA was 84. 84. Yeah. Uh, Human Touch was probably what he was working on. That was 92. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, that's that was when he. It. Yeah, that's, that's when we did. In between that. "Born in the USA" and, and "Human Touch" was Tunnel "Human of Touch" Love. is a great album to go back to and listen to now. It's really good. Yeah, I didn't yeah, like it at Human first. "Human Touch" that was the record. He was, what he yeah, put a, out after that? The Tunnel Lucky, of Love, Lucky Town. Oh, that's Lucky when he did Town. his two albums. Yeah, so yeah. that's the one you're talking about. Yeah, that's I'm it. telling you. Yeah, I know he, he got the idea or whatever. I know he was thinking, "Wow, that's a great idea." He put out "Lucky Town" and "Human Touch." Yeah, and released two separate albums on the same day. I'm telling you, that's where he got the yeah, idea. Well, yeah, because uh, he had so much uh, material. They said, well, you've got enough for two. And he said, let's just do it. Yeah. Well, Those uh, albums, not uh, as well received as Human Touch. Yeah. They, they were kind of, yeah. They are what they are. You're right about that, though. Timing. Do you think. Nowadays, uh, great. Yeah. And speaking of timing, do you think Mayor Ford, uh, he announced that whole crack thing then just to see maybe what reporters might be holding? I uh, know. I think news conference. I, I did some uh, reading on it. They said he may have done it just for legal reasons, for what they can and can't divulge in court now about the, this supposed video that he's on recorded smoking crack. So that's one of those things you just have to Google. That is one of those things you have to Google. <laughs> and uh, make sure you 
Check out Gary Payton's uh, restaurants and bars when you're in Seattle, and check out his shoes. Uh, you'll find them on Nike or just Google them. Yeah. Right? That's okay. one of those things you just have to Google. Uh, thank you. We'll see you next week. Aaron Andrews next week. I'm coming, baby. <laughs> 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 Go on, <laughs> <f> yourself. <laughs> American. <laughs>